and over the Consciousness Transforming Podcast for exceptional 21st century living. We have got a show on intuition today. We're going to be speaking with Giulio Consiglio about his new book, Open Your Third Eye, Activate Your Sixth Chakra, and Develop Your Psychic Abilities. And you guys know this is basically a psychic show. So guess what? We're home. So we're going to have a great time talking about how you can tune in, especially in this time of confusion and everything going on, it's going to be really important to be able to tune in. And Julio is going to help us do that. Now, the information shared on Get Over It uses intuitive and pragmatic insight to help you shift your consciousness to break through blocks and release energy that is no longer needed. Yes, we're going to help you let go of that BS that's been holding you back. But you guys know I always ask that question, are you truly ready to? And by the way, folks, BS is belief system. A bit about me for my new listeners, intuitive since birth. I'm a third generation intuitive with over three decades of experience supporting people to break through the blocks along their path. I'm a strategist for personal and professional transformation, revealing cutting edge information that enables you to prosper and thrive. I spent 25 successful years in corporate America as an executive sales professional, and I am the founder of Healing Visions Ministries and the Northern California Children's Education Network, a 501c3 nonprofit. I provide consultations and healings in all areas of life that heal the mind-body-spirit connection, allowing you to live your very best life. My clients tell me that I keep it real while providing them with accurate information to assist them along their journey as a spirit living a human existence. But they also say, if you really don't want to know, don't ask Monique. My background includes a doctorate in metaphysics, Reiki master teacher, ordained minister, and clinical hypnotherapist. So whether you are stressed, depressed, or possessed, I can help. To find out more about me and the services I offer, go to my website, and that's MoniqueChapman.com. And I invite you to like me on Facebook and follow me on Twitter and LinkedIn. My guest today, Giulio Consiglio. Consiglio um, is a spiritual teacher and author who focuses on the transformative power of inner stillness, the mind-body-spirit connection, and psychic abilities development. His message is that there is life beyond fear and incessant thinking, and it is found in the dimension of inner stillness. Wow, new concept, go within. Uh, Julio currently offers his conscious based teachings to individuals and groups. And you could check up out at his website, which is his name. And that's julioconsiglio.com. Let me spell that for you. J-I-U-L-I-O-C-O-N-S-I-G-L-I-O.com. Welcome, Julio. Thank you for having me, Monique. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you very much. It's great to have you. Um, your book, Open Your Third Eye. Now, this is actually your third book. So is there any correlation between your third book and the third eye? <laughs> uh, it's funny that I think it just worked out like that. So I, I, I don't want to say that it was intentional, but uh, it, the title had been sitting in my computer for a few years and I, I finally had to. I experienced quite a few psychic events in the last few years and, and I had to write it. So. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's interesting. You said it's been sitting in your computer for quite a while. And isn't that how work truly evolves, that we have an idea, a spark, we put it away for a moment. And when the timing is right, it, you know, gives birth to itself. You know, it gets our attention and it gives birth. So thank you so much for writing this. Now, folks, uh, this book on Open Your Third Eye is great for the novice. Fantastic. But it's also 
extremely powerful for the more advanced intuitive because it brings you back to the basics. And sometimes we forget about the basics. We forget about grounding and we forget about protection and all the other things that we're going to talk about. So this is a very key book for this time. Uh, Julia, how is activating your third eye? How can that help us in our daily life as we're going through the turmoil of today's world? Uh, especially with what we're going through right now, uh, what we really want to be operating through is through intuition and discernment and listening to the highest self, you know, our, our you know, source energy. So it, 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 operating through the third eye, uh, can help you through every aspect of your life, whether it's relationships, whether it's decision-making, it's that ability to read the energy around you, within you and listen um, to, the, to the wisdom and guidance uh, that is channeled through the third eye. I love it. You said read and listen. So it's about paying attention, um, not just getting an idea. But sometimes we get an intuitive hit and we'll throw it away. We'll dismiss it. We don't think it's valid or real. How can we discern what is truly our intuition speaking to us and what is our ego? Uh, that's actually a, a pretty simple thing to do. So to be able to discern between the two is anything coming through wisdom, through higher consciousness is going to have a lighter feeling to it. There's not going to be fear attached to it. It's going to uh, inspire you. Uh, it's, you. You're going to feel resonance with it. Whereas anything coming from ego is going to be fear or attachment based you're going to feel a contraction of energy, whereas mm -hmm. when you're being guided, uh, it's more expansive. Okay. So taking that into account, what about those negative thoughts and feelings that kind of creep in? How do we identify those and then expel them? Okay. So those actually serve a purpose. Uh, before making a shift, they can be a source of suffering. And mm -hmm. after making a shift and having an awareness of them, they serve as contrast. So when you experience an automatic negative thought, so if it's fear-based, if it's doubt, um, if it's dread, we have a choice. We can automatically believe it and thereby energizing it and then turning it into an emotion, thereby sort of perpetuating, uh, I'll call it suffering. Or we can choose to just observe it, be aware of it. Mm -hmm. And as it arises, if you're simply observing it and not reacting to it, it will slowly, if not instantly, die within your consciousness. So that's how one can begin to become unstuck energetically. So we have a choice when we are faced with uh, automatic negative thoughts and belief is everything. Okay, so let's talk about that, but don't tail right now to non-attachment because I think they kind of go together in a way or do they? Uh, they do. So uh, a, a lot of, of these automatic negative thoughts, they are uh, attachments. And I've said this in the past that negative thinking is actually the ultimate addiction. So it's, it, it's a habit that it, we've been conditioned coming into this realm because this realm is uh, operating uh, between past and future. And what we find between past and future are these automatic negative thoughts. So attachment uh, essentially, what we're attached to has attached itself to us. So if we mm -hmm. are aligned with ego, um, ego will be aligned with us. And that's what we, that will be the experience. Okay. 
Um, in your book, you talk about a concept called spiritual sonar. What is that? So spiritual sonar is simply a, a tool or a gift that we have where you can consciously uh, express forward almost waves of energy. So you do this through your mind and anything you do through your mind is in fact uh, a, a, the quantum field. So mm -hmm. sending out consciously these waves of energy, they will come back to you and they will pick up uh, anything that needs to be sort of uh, discerned to you or, or given to you. Um, it's just a way of reading our environment and it's a pretty simple tool uh, getting into the practice of it. And it's actually incredible um, uh, what, what it can uh, offer you. There, there's our guides, you know, the energy that is around us. Nothing is too small uh, or, or, or less important. Um, so it's quite empowering once you start to begin to use it. Okay. Now, earlier you mentioned that um, negative thinking, and I love this, is the ultimate addiction. Um, we've all had wonderful things happen to us in our lives. And we've all had what I call life learning experiences in our life that a lot of people consider as negative. How do we get to the point where we can get past the sadness, the regrets, you know, everybody's like coulda, shoulda, woulda, all those types of things. And we just don't necessarily allow the energy to flow through us. So how can we get past that? A lot of our regrets or, or sadness uh, s sort of uh, is, is calling us to perhaps forgive something regarding the past. So when we forgive the past, when we realize that we are, when we're experiencing the past, that we're actually experiencing it in the present moment. So the past, in essence, is a mind construct, as is the future, because even the future arrives now. So the moment we begin to realize that these, a lot of these memories, these memories are illusory in nature uh, and their, their um, attempt is to keep us stuck in that third dimensional space. Uh, so the moment you become aware of that, you can begin to sort of uh, dismantle that, that uh, inherited thought system. And then again, I'll, I'll touch back again is the power of forgiveness. So if there's mm -hmm. something that needs to be forgiven, Forgiveness is not just a, you know, a word uh, to toss around. It's a powerful, powerful force that can release us of the past. Um, yes, it is. But some people tend to think that forgiveness is, you know, once you forgive someone, they can just go back and re-engage um, in that same energy that, you know, caused you to forgive them in the first place. So when you're forgiving, do you have to go back and like say, swim with that person in the same energy or can you just forgive them and just move forward with your life and let them be wherever they're at? Absolutely. You, you, you nailed that right on the head. So uh, when you forgive someone, uh, it doesn't mean that, you know, you have to be their best friends forever and ever. Uh, we tend to gravitate towards people, especially as we are, uh, people are ascending and awakening, tend mm -hmm. to gravitate towards people who are similar in vibration. So um, we're, we're not held to, you know, to, to be everyone's best friend. And, and that's very much okay. Um, yeah, it is. And then when you're moving beyond your current circle, I guess, um, just bless people and, and move on because we're all on a different path, right? A different wavelength, if you will. Does that make sense? And we're uh, learning at different times. 
Absolutely. So at our core, at our core, which is the vibrational frequency of inner stillness, we are all equal. The only difference in this reality is our levels of awareness and they are vast. So um, everyone is on their own spiritual journey and we need to honor that because everyone is absolutely offering us the gift of contrast. So rather than judging someone, you, you end up actually blessing them for that gift of uh, contrast. Okay. Well, folks, we're speaking with Giulio Consiglio, and his book is Open Your Third Eye, Activate Your Sixth Chakra, and Develop Your Psychic Abilities. Check him out at his website, and that's GiulioConsiglio.com. And that is J-I-U-L-I-O-C-O-N. S-I-G-L-I-O dot com. Um, Julia, we talked about a lot of things today, but let's talk a bit about knowing versus belief. You know, as an intuitive and you're an intuitive too, you know, I like I know I know certain things and it's not an ego thing. It just comes in and there's a feeling in me like a, a an anchor almost that I know that this is, you know, the truth that I'm being shown. But that could be different from a belief. So talk to us about that. So beliefs uh, tend to be sort of limiting in in nature and beliefs are apt to change. So when you're in a state of knowing, you actually rearrange that word belief and you're actually just be life or being life. So Mm. in in that state of clarity, uh, it's a state of knowing and uh, the downloads are, are usually pretty instant and it's energetic. So it's more vibrational. So you're operating through feeling, vibration, energy. Uh, with with beliefs, they tend to be egoic based, and again, they can they can change. Mm-hmm. Um, Where uh, through inner stillness and tapping into clarity, uh, the knowing is, um, especially when it comes to spiritual truths, the knowing are are sort of um, unshakable to, to say. Okay. And you went right where I was going next and that's clarity. So, you know, if you have a belief or you have a knowing, how do you achieve clarity around that? So you achieve clarity through uh, tuning into the frequency or vibrational frequency of inner stillness. Inner stillness is simply that quiet mind. And in that quiet mind, um, everything is clear. Your sight is clear. You're now seeing the world uh, through source energy through simple observation or the silent witness that's within all of us. Mm -hmm. Clarity is uh, available to us always, and it's always found in this eternal moment of now. Uh, We're not really going to find it uh, so much in the past or or, or future. I mean, there are moments where uh, you can uh, utilize uh, some tools and look back and read into a situation. But for the most part, clarity is found uh, in the present moment through a quiet mind. Okay. Um, as an intuitive, I know that I have been, you know, really blessed or it's just what I do. I am great with manifesting, consciously manifesting. And in the book, you talk about that. So talk to the audience about conscious manifesting and um, even how meditation, if you believe that can uh, help, because so many people, they're looking for something more today. And it's more than just, I feel, you know, the monetary or the ego aspects of looking um, for something from a higher purpose. Yeah. So uh, what you, to, to manifest consciously, well, first and foremost, I would say is find your authentic self and your authentic self. Uh, once you find that, 
uh, you know, that silent witness that is found in, in the present moment. Uh, the present moment is that ascension ladder, and it's where we tune into who we truly are. Um, and once you, you are in that frequency, in that vibrational awareness, everything that you place your attention to, it's not so much that you're now simply placing positive thought or, you know, I am attracting this. You're actually in a completely relaxed state and allowing, therefore, therefore uh, letting things in. So there's no resistance within you. So that's how one consciously manifests is surrendering uh, to life and, and to who you are beyond uh, the physical. Everything else will be added. So yeah, find who you truly are first. Remember who you truly are first. And then again, everything else will be added. Okay, so what about the M word, meditation? You know, some people, they hear it and they just flock to it. Other people run away. Other people say, well, I can't meditate, you know, no matter what. And I think that that is um, totally BS and that's their belief system. They can't meditate. So talk to us about meditation and can anybody do it? Feel free to disagree with me. Uh, I agree with you completely. And, and meditation does not have to be a difficult. And you can start with five minutes a day or simply become aware. So for example, if you're at home and you're reading a book and doing nothing else and you're present and in that moment, that's a meditation. If you're washing dishes and you're in the moment and you're aware of the water hitting your hands and you're simply being present, that's a meditation. And with regards to silent meditation or, you know, meditation upon inner stillness, which for me is the highest form of meditation. It's, it's actually a prayer. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, less is more, five or 10 minutes a day of sitting in silence and just being aware, just being aware of your thoughts. And once you become aware of your thoughts, you can then shift your awareness and become aware of the space or stillness between your thoughts. That's what's called being aware of your awareness. The instant you become aware of that awareness, that's the where potential now can become possibility for even a spontaneous awakening because there's a master meditator within us and its mind is always silent. And that's what we want to tune into ultimately. Yeah. And folks, practice makes, you know, things better. <laughs> so just keep doing it. Don't judge yourself. Just do it. Um, be like Nike, just do it. Um, now, although I said earlier that your book is great for the novice and it's also equally great for someone who has been in this world and practice these practices for quite some time, you go deeper. Um, you talk about the quantum field. You talk about um, enlightenment. So let, pick one of those and we'll discuss that first and then we'll talk about the other. So where do you want to go, quantum field or enlightenment? So let's talk about enlightenment first. Okay. Um, human beings have given, uh, I think, s such sort of, they've, they've placed this idea of enlightenment on such a pedestal and that it's you know almost impossible to achieve. The truth is there is an enlightened being within each and every one of us. It's multidimensional. And a, a spiritual teacher can't add anything to you. Uh, a spiritual teacher can only point you within, inward. So it's getting past, uh, you know, the, the conditioning that we have as human beings, transcending uh, automatic uh, thinking, which is based in the past and future, 
and tuning into that cosmic or universal self, which is uh, inner stillness, which is silent. So I, I would say that enlightenment is available to everyone who is ready to make the shift. And uh, I would say two, two of the sort of key ingredients would be uh, the desire and a willingness to surrender to who you truly are beyond the physical and beyond the thinking mind. Okay, so st staying with enlightenment for a moment, you talk about the dimensions, the third, fourth, and fifth. So give us your um, overall take on each dimension and like maybe where the majority of us are now and where we can get to and how we can get there. Sure. So uh, the third dimension is essentially the thinking mind. So you're operating between past and future. Uh, there's a lot of confusion uh, in that awareness. And um, there's really not a lot of sort of spiritual uh, uh, alignment. The moment we begin to question uh, our belief system and question the reality we're in, now we're stepping into fourth dimensional reality. It's sort of that bridge. Fifth dimensional is now you're operating through your inner being or through the vibrational frequency of inner stillness. And that mm -hmm. is the frequency of clarity, wisdom, understanding. Uh, one is actually beyond even forgiveness because one realizes one is uh, one with everything and all things, and ultimately forgiveness is not even necessary. So why as humans do we feel it's so necessary to forgive? I mean, you know, you go back eight, 10 years ago and in this field, everybody, the buzzword was forgiveness. Today it's mindfulness, but back then everything was forgiveness, forgiveness, forgiveness. So if we really don't need to because of where we're at, why are we pushing that? Why are we forcing that to happen? Uh, I would say it's necessary almost uh, initially. So as one is, is breaking through uh, their uh, belief systems and things that have been not forgiven, things that have sort of uh, uh, haunted us through the past, those things as they arise, you want to observe them, witness them, forgive them to, to release and to heal. So it is necessary initially but one can eventually come to a, 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 an awareness and a space where you're actually beyond it because you've realized you're, you're one with everything and um, you're essentially aligned with source energy. So it's a transcendent state. So you're actually operating beyond it. Okay. And all that seems to delve, delve right into, um, excuse me, the quantum field. So talk to us about that. So the quantum field is A, here and now, and it's within our mind, and it's the external world. See, we look at life as almost uh, like a duality of your inner world and your outer, but they are reflections of each other because it's all one. So the quantum field, the moment you, for example, uh, begin to meditate and use visualization, you're in the quantum field. And regardless, even when you're not doing that, we are in the quantum field because the quantum field is that uh, space or field of uh, where everything is possible. And it's that vibrational frequency of nothingness. So if you become conscious of even the space around you, the nothingness, mm -hmm. that is the quantum field. And that's where you can uh, extract uh, wisdom, clarity, understanding. It's available uh, to us. But the key, uh, as I've written in Open Your Third Eye and emphasize, it's awareness, awareness, awareness. It's very subtle. 
Yes, it is very subtle. Now you've written two books before the Open Your Third Eye. Why don't you um, talk about their titles and give us a little synopsis of what what each one is about? Sure. So the first book, uh, Challenge Your Thoughts, um, I wrote that back in 05. And the title actually came uh, through uh, what I experienced in my own uh, awakening process. I audibly heard a voice come up through my chest, challenge your thoughts, and that's what activated the third eye. So that book essentially uh, dissects the ego and um, really reveals uh, how it operates within our mind and how it needs us uh, more than it, than we need it because it feeds off our vital energy. Uh, the Healing Frequency, my second book, I delve deeper uh, into the suffering and uh, the adversities that I had faced uh, quite in depth. And the reason I, I wrote it like that is to show people it doesn't matter how difficult or how arduous uh, life gets uh, with faith, trust, and I'll say this, with the will, mm-hmm. the will to, to, to continue on, um, there is nothing that can match that. So it's a demonstration of the healings and miracles I've experienced in my life. Uh, and it sort of became a stepping stone almost to open your third eye because in the last few years, those mystical and psychic events that I've experienced have only increased uh, as my awareness has been expanding even more so. Okay. Is there ever a time that you wish you could turn off your um, intuitive abilities? Uh, no. I'm, uh, uh, <laughs> this is a um, great question, but this is who I am. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it's who I've essentially always been. Uh, only now I'm uh, more aware of it. And uh, it's, it's quite an empowering uh, sort of state of being. Before my shift, being so sensitive, I would tune into or actually pick up a lot of people's own suffering. And it was, you know, years and years of being bombarded uh, with negative energy. But now mm-hmm. that I am uh, essentially centered in stillness, anything that comes into my vibrational frequency is quickly consumed by uh, the power of unconditional love, which is that frequency of inner stillness. Okay. Well, before you got into the world that you're in now, which I absolutely love, you were in the dental world. So you must have picked up um, some really interesting uh, energies as you're working with someone's mouth, because uh, there's a lot of uh, energy, if you will, flowing. (laughs) I've had some pretty interesting experiences. And there's one, uh, I don't know if you want me to share it, that comes to mind after I'd made the shift, but being so sensitive- So I had a a new patient come in and I typically, when I worked in the dental field, I basically worked uh, for about 15 years and essentially without a break. So everyone was on lunch break and I was working through the lunch hour and I had a new patient in the chair and about 10 minutes in, I'm I'm essentially working on him. My mind is clear and I'm just working away. And he suddenly uh, had an interesting sort of grimace come over his face. And in that instant, an energy that had been on him jumped onto me and I actually had an image of my mind of this very negative entity. So Mm -hmm. I became quite, you know, I was still, but I became quite aware. And in about two or three seconds, when it realized it could not attach to me, it jumped off. And uh, Mm -hmm. I I just found that, um, you know, astounding 
uh, something like that had never happened to me before uh, at the office. Well, that's quite interesting because a lot of times the energy will jump to another person and for whatever reason, which I don't understand, people will welcome it in. So how were you to, how were you able to just bounce back away, send it, you know, right back to either where it came from or someplace else? So being centered in that uh, vibrational frequency of inner, inner stillness, it's essentially you're operating through unconditional love and those lower entities cannot feed off that. And the other thing I'll say is, through my awareness and me looking at it, see what we are so powerful, what you look at is what dissolves in your consciousness. So what you are aware mm -hmm. of is what you can transform. So it, had I been unconscious, you know, it, it, it could have latched onto me because like attracts like and lower, you know, it, it would be able to feed off my energy. But because of uh, my centeredness, there was nothing to cling to. Uh, mm -hmm. You're almost like oil. So it, it slips off. So that that is how, again, uh, being present in the moment and just being aware of your energy within and without. Uh, that's the key to dealing with these lower frequencies that uh, we deal with. Mm. Okay. Now let me, this is not, you know, in his book folks, but I'm going to jump off the side for a moment because he's really good at thinking on his feet. And what about people watching TV and they watch either shows where people are imprisoned and they seem to be, captivated by the prison life, or they're watching these scary stories that stay with us forever. How does that affect our energy field? Or does it? Well, it, it can. So if you're, if you're watching uh, those shows through awareness, for example, I like to watch the occasional ghost hunting show. But if you're watching through awareness, you're simply observing and you're not absorbing anything. You're simply witnessing it. But if you're attached to these uh, shows and you really get energized by them, in that respect, then you are unconsciously feeding the egoic mind. So there is a great difference. And the difference is only one word. It's, it's awareness. So approaching anything, even life, just through that silent witness, just by observing, you don't become part of it. You are sort of transcendent of it. Same thing, whether it's watching TV or anything else. So uh, awareness is everything. It's the key. Okay. I have, my, I have one, my sister, she loves the um, TV shows that, you know, where people are in jail and going through their issues. And she's right now hooked on the Wentworth. And I tried, you know, trying to do the sister thing, tried to watch it with her, but uh -uh, I just can't go there. It's just, not, it's probably a really good show, just not for me. It doesn't vibrate or match my vibration at all. Now, um, two more things I want to talk about. And one um, that I think that a lot of people negate is protection. How important is it to protect ourselves energetically while we're doing uh, spiritual work? Or Operate, life? Operating uh, through this, you know, this, this reality, uh, this third dimensional world, which is ascending, it, it, it's key uh, to be able to discern uh, those, those energies and if you are practicing living in the moment and if you are practicing being aware of the energy within and without your thought system, those are the things, you know, that are going to protect you. So energies, especially the lower frequency energies that sort of roam this earth, um, being aware of them and, and, and getting in tune with your own energy, 
again, I, I revert back to inner stillness. So that's the ultimate goal, in, you know, in realizing who we truly are beyond the physical and the thinking mind. That becomes then your baseline. So if you're clear and in that in that space, anything other than that, or anything other than unconditional love, will immediately come to your attention. And as you witness it, as you observe it, that's how you can transform and alchemize uh, those energies. So it's it's quite important uh, as 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 we grow. And and I'll mention this: as we evolve and as we ascend, especially people shifting from third to fourth and then mm -hmm. into fifth, they're going to automatically become more aware of their energy. And I'm seeing it already happening. Yeah, it's interesting to watch and to listen to people. And you're like, ah, you know, you get that aha moment when you're talking to them because you can see where they're at and, you know, the opportunities for them to go different places. And I do find it quite exciting. And last but not least, let's talk about blockages because we all have them no matter where we're at in our life. Um, so talk to us about blockages. How can we identify them? How can we release them? So you can begin to identify them by spending a few moments in meditation and just looking and feeling what is resurfacing constantly in your life. So if it's, for example, the fear of failure when it comes to a relationship, what is it from the past that is reliving in your mind and becoming aware of that, realizing that it is but the ego attempting to keep you stuck and releasing it, forgiving it consciously, that is how one begins to go beyond or heal these energetic blockages. And they ultimately also serve a purpose because as we experience those contractions of energy, as we heal them, release them, become aware of them, we now expand greater in consciousness. So they do serve uh, from a higher point of view, they do ultimately serve a purpose, but awareness is everything. So spending five minutes a day going inward and even asking in quiet meditation, what is keeping me stuck? You would be surprised what can uh, come through the vibrational frequency of stillness. Yeah. And it might not happen. You might not get the answer right then and there when you ask that question, but I have been doing dishes and um, got answers to certain aspects. So, you know, if you put it out there and then you're aware, guess what? You will get your answers. Now, um, Julia, when we go to your website, julioconsiglio.com, what are we going to find there? So what you're going to find, there are links to my books. Uh, there are links to my Instagram, my Twitter, and my Facebook page, and just a little bit of background of myself. And there's also some articles that I've written on spirituality and consciousness. And are you currently like doing consultations or workshops or anything like that? Yes, right now I'm available for individual uh, consultations. I'm also uh, writing my next book. So that's keeping me a little bit busy and just, you know, working away, uh, spreading the news about Open Your Third Eye. Okay. And if someone wanted a consultation with you, how would they contact you? Oh, through the website. Uh, they could just uh, send off an email. Okay, that's cool. Um, I've really enjoyed talking to you, but before I let you go, I'd love for you to give the audience a pearl of wisdom. Absolutely. So what I would say is fear is only experienced when we allow the thinking mind to project into the future. Sadness, regret, that is from the past. So the thinking mind wants to convince us that 
if we focus on the problem, somehow we can fix it. But no, the, the ultimate solution is to become reacquainted with the eternal moment of now, realize that everything that has happened, that will happen and is happening, is happening in this moment of now. This is where transformation takes place in the present moment. Okay, thank you for that. And folks, I need to um, share with you that um, Julio speaks his truth, okay? He walks his talk, he's really zen laid back, um, and he's a cool dude. And you know, uh, we didn't prepare for this interview like I generally prepare for other uh, interviews. He knows his stuff, he knows his book, he knows what he's talking about. You'd be surprised at so many people in this world today that you know they have a ghostwriter or whatever, and they have no idea about the information that they are um, putting out there to the world. So Julio, thank you for being truly you. Okay, and expressing your uh, views and your teachings to people because I know there's great value there. And folks, if you're interested in consultation from him, call him because you're going to get truth. Okay, um, I, I do know that for a fact. So, Julio, thank you for being you. Monique, thank you for having me. You are beyond gracious. I'm I'm so blessed to have uh, spent this time with you, and I just wanted to wish you a thousand blessings. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And to the audience, thank you for hanging in here with us. You know, I always am honored and I appreciate your time and intention. But I want everyone to remember that the most important choice that you can make is what you choose to make important. Consider making the masterful choice of opening your third eye. Upon the blessings, light and love to all. Agape.